This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Morning. Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bicycle Users Group radio show on Community Radio 3CR. Thank you to Democracy Now! for the last hour of current affairs. My name's Chris and Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio, well, a little program about cycling and related transport issues, coming to you from the studios of 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. And we are in our 10th year of broadcasting. We started back in 2008. And obviously this year is our 10th year of being on air on this uh, week's show. So a series of interviews I did last Cup Day, last Tuesday, down in Noble Park. And it was to do with the Save Noble Park Velodrome. And it was a pretty amazing day. And we're not just talking about the weather. It was one of the funniest and the most fun-filled days I think I've had in quite a long time of people ranging from full-on roadies to people just having a crack you know someone's mum wants to go do 20 laps in the pouring rain on a roadster bike everything's in this interview and i think you're really going to enjoy it because if you're in melbourne we've had a really harsh couple of days not only in melbourne but across australia last week the incredibly tragic news that cameron fuhrer uh, cycling advocate uh, who was um, many people would know from the Facebook page drive safe pass wide he reported he reported he reported he reported so many close passes to the police and then finally last week on one of his morning rides he was hit and killed in the Sunshine Coast uh, I just I have no words it was November the 5th last week 6 a.m. You know, he rides with a front and rear camera, didn't do any good. Police, for whatever reasons, never acted upon or very minimally reported, um, acted upon his continual reports about uh, close passing. And yeah, I, I'm at a, I had a loss for words for this. Uh, many outlets have got um, Cameron's final um, correspondence with the police, very lengthy matter going into the amount of times he's reported stuff, what needs to be done, what hasn't happened. And the quote from Cameron was, I know one day I'm going to be hit. It's just a matter of when. And this isn't good enough. It is, it is, we, <laughs> yeah, to take a, take a wider gauge of this, we live in a civil society in Australia. We like to think things are better. And I think, you know, again, in the last five, ten years, a lot of us have taken a bit of a re-evaluation of um, our country and the way it operates and uh, the way that we treat people on the roads is a pretty huge uh, example of the way that we treat people in our society. You know, everything 
Basically, everything on the road is given over to cars. You know, it's everything's laid on for you if you drive a car. If you're any other form of transport, well, you know, tough luck. Well, this isn't good enough, and I think, and not only I think, but I, I want Cameron's unfortunate passing to be a catalyst which goes, no, we've had enough. And it's not just for cyclists up there in uh, Queensland, it's right across Australia. You know, he leaves behind a wife and a couple of little kids. Another sad bit of news, Jonathan Cantwell, who was known for the many within the professional cycling world, lost his life because of due to, um, well, a fight with mental illness. And he was one of Australia's top professional riders. He rode with um, Saxo Bank Tignoff, Trampak, Fly V... Uh, Australia, um, again, leaves behind a young family. The thing with depression, mental illness, it can strike anyone. And it's all up to all of us within our friends and families to keep an eye on people. Sometimes the signs are hard. People hide how much pain they're in. And if you're in pain and you know, you know, if you know someone's not the best, read up. Do what you can to reach out to them because every person out there is valuable. And I was reading on the weekend to just G this up a bit, that the life of uh, Mary Harris, who was a activist, a very early activist in America, and she was born in 1837, and she had one hell of a painful long life, but she made something of it. And you might know her as Mother Jones. One of her catchphrases was, pray for the dead and fight like hell for the living. And I'm thinking that today. I'm thinking about what the events that transpired here on uh, Friday in Burke Street Mall. We lost an absolutely beautiful bloke by the name of Sisto. You know, many people will know from Pellegrini's. And I was just remembering a little act of kindness from him back in the back in the nineties. Um, yeah, and it's just it, it, it. Sometimes it gets too much for us to bear. But today, with this um, series of interviews I've put together with um, speaking to people last Melbourne Cup day it was it was it was an example of uh, getting out there and doing your best against adversary which was you know <laughs> a phenomenal amount of rain and some things that we've got lined up against us to you know we've got to, we've got to uh, save these amazing little bits of infrastructure and facilities and whatever you want to call it when they exist anyway after the break I'll be playing the series of interviews that uh, we had uh, I did uh, down at the Maury Kirby Velodrome in Noble Park. For 10 days in November, Defend and Extend's public housing will be campaigning on the steps of Parliament House to make public housing an election issue. Public housing, everybody's business. Join us anytime from Wednesday the 14th of November, that's midday the 14th of November, to Saturday midnight the 24th of November and put the spotlight on public housing this Victorian state election. Use Victoria's stamp duty revenue approximately $6 billion plus per year for public housing. House 1 million Victorians by 2029. Public housing, everybody's business. Join us. Bring tea, bring coffee, bring cakes, bring food, bring the musical instruments, and most importantly of all, Bring yourself and your sleeping bag. 
There's such a community feel here, especially on a day where there's so many people out riding, doesn't matter what the weather is, everybody is just happy to be here, so friendly to each other, it's a really good environment that you don't often get in other places. So my younger brother used to ride here a lot, we used to ride here when we were younger, haven't for a while but my brothers continued to ride and so when he said that they were getting rid of it we all thought we better come out and sort of make use of it while we can at the very least and show that it is a really essential part to this end of town. Everyone happy? Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I um I happened to meet um Kim uh, two days ago, quite randomly at a at a donut shop <laughs> of all places, and I had uh, my my cycling uh, cap on, and we got talking about cycling, and he, I was quite impressed about how passionate he was about this velodrome that was. Um, due, due for, for closure, so um, I was quite I was quite interested to find out a bit more about it. And uh, Kim was telling me how they're trying to um, build a greater community and an awareness in this area. And I thought, wow, it sounds sounds like something I'd love to be part of. So I, that's why I'm here. Two days later, I'm here in the rain on a Melbourne Cup day on a velodrome doing laps like a crazy man. But um, you know, that's just the cycling community. We're very, we band together, and you know, Melbourne weather is what it is. So you know, come rain, hail, shine, here we come. So yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, my name's David. Um, been uh, doing laps at the Morris Kirby Velodrome today, so so far almost at 70 k's and going for the 100. And um, yeah, the weather's actually all right now. So it was pouring before, but the sun's almost coming out. Yeah, and um, what do you love so much about the Velodrome? Oh, it's just a great facility. Um, I've trained here for quite a while, and um, it's safe. You don't have cars. You don't have um, pedestrians or dogs or anything that you get on cycle paths mm -hmm. um, yeah and it, it's the only place you can ride your track bike especially around here so, yeah. yeah we were just talking to this bloke who just turned up about what 15 minutes ago his name's Jeff he's lived in Noble Park for 30 years he rides a Kestrel he never knew about this place yep we've heard that so many times <laughs> I, I mean I, I met someone that cycled that said they used to live in Noble Park and told them it was on Dunblane Road and they said well that's the road they used to live on and they had no idea so yeah it, yeah I mean if you didn't already know it was here you'd probably never find it. Yeah, what do you think about starting off the, the club again? 
yeah, I think that's going to be great. So then, um, yeah, we can maybe get a little junior program and yeah. te teach some kids to ride safely and, um, yeah, just, you know, a real community sort of a club. Get everyone involved. Yeah, you think a lot of uh, what um, Brunswick do with their junior track development. Yeah. <laughs>
Good. One thing I'm struck about with this velodrome when I came here today is just how gentle it's banked and it's a perfect circle. Some velodromes are, are, are really quite abrupt and steeply banked. This is very, very gentle. Oh, okay. Mm. I'm not a, I'm not a you know speed cyclist myself, no. so mm. I'm not sure what happens. But, you know, as we're losing velodromes, mm. I, was it that we had more football clubs and, and sporting fields than we had, and I can't remember what it was now. I think we had Australia, you can repeat me on this, Australia had the highest percentage or the highest number of outdoor velodromes of almost anywhere outside Europe. Right. In the 20th century. That's, like that. that's amazing. And now we've got Hawthorne and Edith Vale in this area. Yep. Now, unfortunately, there's talk that Sandown Racecourse might yeah. be developed, and that's another venue that is being used for cycling. So, if we lose that private land, whereas this is public land, then no one, you know, people won't have anywhere to cycle. So, let's hope that we can save it. Let's hope we can invigorate the interest in cycling and create a club. What do you really like about coming out today? Training. And I like to ride my bike. Is it really fun riding your bike? Yes. And what's the best thing about your bike? Um, it, can, it has gears. And it rides fast. And what do you really like about riding here? Because, um, because I like to ride my bike here. I'm Tash Sultana and you are listening to 3CR. Please subscribe, do yourselves a massive favour. Thank you very much. G'day, this is Skippy. I'm an Australian that's spent uh, more than 25 years in Europe and as a consequence involved with the um, Grand Tours, using those as a way to advocate for disabled sport. In returning from Europe this year, I've come across the campaign to uh, save Noble Park Velodrome. This is reminiscent of the Herne Hill Velodrome, which in the 2010-2011 era was about to be closed down until they formed the Friends of uh, Herne Hill uh, Velodrome. And after forming that group, they spent probably five million or more upgrading the facilities there and if you go to Herne Hill these days you'll find about 10,000 people per month using those facilities. Now it's not just the um, velodrome itself but the uh, other sports that are on the same grounds so my personal thought is that if they resurface this velodrome and it becomes a training track for those that are aspiring to be Paralympic or Olympic athletes in the future, then it will bring in people who will obviously use other sports for cross-training. There's uh, tennis courts here and a clubhouse which has um, facilities there. This surface here 
would appear to be in need of uh, some attention and I understand that one of the clubs in the metropolitan area spent somewhere around about 20 to 30,000 resurfacing and this is a lot less than 100,000 that the uh, local council, Greater uh, Zandong, is proposing to spend to rip this out. Now if they do rip it out, what have they achieved? They spent 100,000 or more of the uh, locals' money, and in addition, they will have to spend considerable money to provide some of the facilities that their uh, uh, plans demonstrate. I guess probably spend as much as five million dollars. Now, we have problems on the roads. You have children wanting to ride to school, but they can't because the roads are too dangerous. You have guys that ride the weekend instead of playing golf, and some of their wives want to join them riding, but because of the traffic situation, they don't get the experience that they need before they mix with the bully drivers out there. So what do we do? It appears that uh, Marcel and um, some of his, and David and some of the other people here have come together to create or recreate the existing uh, cycle club and with that they'll be able to capture the local um, catchment area and hopefully build a club with several thousand members. And with that, obviously, they will be able to start building a program of training and on Twitter I've um, suggested to some of the international stars that when they come to Australia this uh, winter, uh, this uh, summer, um, they will have the opportunity to um, perhaps come out and visit and uh, you participate here because we have so many events in Melbourne after Christmas through January into February that international racers would probably enjoy using these facilities if no other reason than as an end point from their ride from the city. What I like about it, See you later. Just, just the fact that it's off-road, it's, it's safe, it's easy to get to, easy for kids to ride around together, learn, learn to ride and no one gets lost. So you, so you can do lots of laps, or you can do a few laps, and no one gets lost like you do, out, you know, when you're riding on the road. Yeah, so it's great turnout today in the morning, in the rain. Like we said, rain, hail, or shine. Everyone made it today, and it's great to see. I think this is the first time that we've seen this many riders at the Morris Kirby Velodrome. I reckon there's about, been about 30, 40 people turn up. Yeah, 30, 40 that turned up, and you know what? They love it. They love this velodrome. It's quite relaxed and they're enjoying themselves. Yeah, so I think we're getting great support now by all the community. Everyone's coming out to show support for us. Local businesses are coming out. They want to potentially sponsor our Noble Park Dandenong Cycling Club because it has so much history and there's so much involved here. The velodrome, that Morris Kirby, not just in Noble Park, not just in the city of Greater Dandenong, but the whole of Melbourne, the whole community in Melbourne, not just cyclists, but everyone in Melbourne to just see that, uh, that this is a cause to fight for. We need more safe facilities for kids to stay health, healthy, active, and to exercise. And parents want to bring their kids to facilities like this. And that's why we're seeing quite a lot of people come out today. Are you 18 years and over? 
Have you been stopped by a Victorian police officer or protective service officer in the last 10 years? Would you like to contribute to research that aims to inform law reform and litigation strategies to prevent over-policing? Go to policestopsurvey.online for more information and to take part. That's policestopsurvey.online, a 3CR supporter. Young Joe. How are you, Hi, I'm Jeff. I've lived in Noble Park for 30 years. I didn't know this track existed. So, up here today for a couple of spins. And what do you think so far? Oh, company's good. Mm-hmm. You've got a nice bike. Yeah, of course I've got a nice bike. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you, you've timed it beautifully because the worst of the torrential rain has disappeared over the horizon. Yes, I was watching bomb and hence why I come up now. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Thank you for turning up today. No worries. Bye. Bye. Yeah, let's go for it. Oh, so my name is Shamshir. So I came up here from Carnegie today. I saw the post on Facebook what um, the council was going to do to the velodrome. And I just got into riding this year. And I love it. Like, it's it has actually made me healthier. I now ride to work, save money as well. And yeah, coming here, it's velodrome is all about bringing that community together and see what we can do, like riding today with the guys. I've never done at this fast speed and it's like not, Velodrome is not even in a great shape. And still I was, I did so many laps with the guys and it's such a good speed, now it's given me more confidence. I think that's what it is all about. Like it gives an opportunity for people with similar interests to come in and, you know, be a part of the community, get to know each other. So yeah, now especially in the rain as well. So my first ride in a proper rain. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, now I would love to come back here and you know see this velodrome getting better instead of yeah getting rid of it. It's it's, yeah. a, it's a little treasure that needs to be maintained and made better, and it's for everyone in the area. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a, like as soon as I walked in, even if the shape it is in, still it looks really awesome for a rider. It's like. Yes, it's a, yeah, yeah, now I love it, and I would hate to say it, yeah, see it go, yeah, we absolutely need it. Okay, yeah. thank cool. you so much. Thank you. Listening to uh, a selection of interviews I did at Cup Day K's down at the Maury Kirby Velodrome in Noble Park. And you heard Miranda, Tony, David, Marcel, Gisela, Gay, Abby, John, Skippy, Robert, Kim, Jeff, and Shamshir. 
And Abby, six years old, she set a new personal best of 18 kilometres. And uh, Abby and her dad, John, um, Abby's big brother actually rides uh, six days, um, cycling races. And he was riding alongside Lee Howard in uh, six-day London. So you might know the name, uh, Keyland O'Brien. So little Abby is Keyland's little sister. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. But, uh, oh, it was a great day. So that was uh, following up from uh, an interview I did with Kim Nguyen back on the 27th of August about the velodrome in Noble Park and the more we research and the more we find out the more fascinating this gets either the story of um, Maurice Kirby the story of the velodrome the story of the cycling and the story of why they want to get rid of it it just kind of gets uh, even more interesting and intriguing so if you want to find out more go to Facebook and look for Save Noble Park Velodrome and there's also a chuffed campaign to help save the velodrome and also kick off the Noble Park Dandelong Cycling Club. So that's um, actually a lot of that's in train right now. So there's, um, as I mentioned in the intro about Cameron and Jonathan, there is also two crowdfunding campaigns out to help their families get through this very, very difficult time. And uh, as I said, uh, we've all got to look after each other. And if you're not sure, ask someone or read and find out a little bit more how you can help people if they, if you think they're in, you know, not 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 travelling well. But you know, we've got to look after each other. That's all I've got time for today. You might have noticed that um, I've done two in a row because we did a bit of a swapperoo with uh, Faith and Val, and they'll be doing two in a row in the next couple of weeks. So look forward to that. Yarra Bosque uses Group Radio. Um, we're kept on air by the uh, donations and subscriptions of 3CR um, listeners. So 3CR, we do not sub- get government money. So these, the station's been going for well over 42 years, basically because of people like you who listen and support this station. So go to 3cr.org.au and look for the subscribe or donate uh, option. Also with uh, the show, podcast should be up later today on 3cr.org.au, Yarrabug, and mirrored off our site, which is yarrabug.org forward slash radio. Thank you for listening today. Um, I hope uh, your day, your week is better than the last couple of days. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, been, it's been a sad one. Take care. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.